Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lacey Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from uh, Zael Runewhisper, who writes to us all the way from Farinar in Azuna. And they write, <clears throat> let's see, Dear Tosh Mafuni, I can't tell you how much I appreciate and enjoy that that charming Eliandor. Huh. He is just delightful to listen to, and I wonder why he isn't on the show more often. Wow. He is so much more interesting than Velmic, and you really seem to enjoy talking to him. Please consider having him on as a regular. Sincerely, Zael. Huh. Okay, Zael. Um, I, I guess I can only say I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you seem to enjoy Eliandor's reports. Uh, as far as me wanting to have him on the show as a regular, I, no offense, but have you really been listening all that carefully? Uh, anyway, thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In business news... Controversy rippled throughout Azeroth recently when auctioneers all over the world placed limits on the number of transactions an individual could conduct over a period of time. While these limits had little effect on the average buyer or seller, commercial and wholesale traders were concerned about the impact to their bottom lines. After a period of brief but intense negotiations, concessions were made on both sides, The auctioneers collectively agreed to relax the limitations in exchange for an assurance from wholesale traders that perishable goods, such as meats, fish, and cheese, would be properly packaged to reduce the smell. Checking the Azeroth calendar? Well, the temperature is rising everywhere, and the bonfires are springing up like burning blossoms. And that can only mean one thing. The Midsummer Fire Festival is here. So get those flame-retardant duds ready and head to your favorite city for Azeroth's hottest festival of the year. In a related local story, the Half-Hill Chamber of Commerce reminds all Valley residents to take proper fire safety precautions during the Midsummer Fire Festival. During a special session on the matter, members issued these precautions on torch-throwing and bonfire lighting within the village proper, due to the tragic accident three years ago that resulted in the loss of an entire season's crop of green cabbage that made the whole village smell for weeks. Hey folks, whether you're growing smelly green cabbage or lovely autumn blossom trees, Merchant Greenfield has all the seeds you need at the very best prices anywhere. And of course you'll find Merchant Greenfield along with all the other great merchants at Half Hill Market. Half-Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. And now, the farm report. 
Jogu's word on tomorrow's crops is witchberries. Witchberries grow wild throughout Pandaria and are a popular treat with nearly all the races. Their sweet tartness is delicious, whether eaten right off the bush or when featured in a number of wonderful Pandaren recipes and beverages, including the ever-popular Jade Witch Brew. The Farm Report is sponsored by The Tillers, education and support for farmers in the valley today and forming the future farmers of tomorrow. It's time now for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular report from our Goblin in the Field, brought to you by Keen Bean Coffa. Hey, college, how you doing? Boy, have I got a report for you this time. Big news, biggest in a long time. You're gonna love it. You're gonna promote me back to war correspondent just on the basis of this one. So, I had a little business to do over in the Twilight Highlands at the Crasworks. I was staying at the Crasworks Inn and got to talking to Chef Crackett. Well, he's really only a junior chef, but I always call him Chef because I want to stay on his good side. You know, it's good for business. And he told me that some of the guys here had discovered a fairly substantial cache, listen to this now, of Cola in some underwater cave. Of course, Captain Kraz had taken control of it and had it under lock and key somewhere on the station. Didn't seem like a very safe location to me, because that place is constantly under attack. But that's none of my business. Huh, well, actually, it may be my business, but I'm getting ahead of my story. So, let me back up. You know what Cola is, don't you, college? Smart kid like yourself? I ain't seen none of it here in Pandaria, so I wondered if you'd know how very, very important it is to goblins. Great stuff. Just great. It was first made back in Kazan, because there was a lot of Kajamite there. Kajamite is hard to find in the rest of Azeroth, you know? So Kajakola is kinda rare. Valuable, if you know what I mean. <laughs> eh, worth a lot of gold, so that's why the captain is keeping it locked up. But he wants to sell it. Oh boy, does he want to sell it. The chef didn't know too much about the selling situation, so I went down to talk to Kraz himself. He was kinda busy with defending the station and all, but as soon as I mentioned the possibility of advertising his hoarded product, he turned his full attention to me. I told him how I do this report for you all the time, and that it might be a war report again soon, and that if he wanted, he could be a sponsor for my segment and get a lot of exposure. I know folks all over Azeroth listen to your show, College, and I was able to leverage that into a pretty good deal for you. So, the bottom line is, I got a new sponsor, and we don't have to deal with the crummels and their stinky kaffa beans anymore. You won't have to keep such a close eye on them. In fact, you don't have to watch them at all. <laughs> We're done with them. The only thing you gotta do is write some good copy for the advertisement and make sure it's featured prominently around my report. Captain Kraz is gonna pay you a bit and me a bit, and it's a win-win for everyone. See, I told you. Big news in this report. Thanks, Rizak. So, that's that's pretty interesting news. Kaja Cola, huh? 
Well, I, I guess at least for this week, the Rijak Report is still brought to you by Keen Bean Kaffa, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good Kaffa. Ah, I suppose I better start working on some ad copy for Cola. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, I'm not complaining here, buddy, but uh, what happened last week? Why, why didn't you show up? Hey there, Tosh. So, funny thing happened on my way to show last week. I am coming from our house when out of nowhere a raven lands on my shoulder. Well, I am liking birds as much as next I, but this is little startling. So I go to shoo it away when I notice it have not tied to leg. So I take note. What do you think it say? I couldn't even begin to guess. Right, so I tell you. It is not from Demesis asking me to come immediately to Lakeshire for because her and Tilly eh, are in little bit of trouble. Uh-oh. Exactly what I am thinking. Well, it sounds bad, so I'm having to go right away. Sorry for not letting you know, by the way. So I am going quickly home and bring Alice here to Lazy Turnip and ask innkeeper Leilan to look after her and I am off to Lakeshire. So, what did you find out when you got there? Tush, let me tell you, it was absolute mess. I get to town, which is very nice place, by the way. Lovely collection of buildings along north side of Lake Everstill, which you get to by crossing very impressive stone bridge. The town hall has nice clock tower, and I find out when I am looking for Tilly and Demesis, it has both cozy inn and very nice little restaurant. People's there, so friendly. Velmic, yes? You were telling us what happened to Demesis and Tilly? Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> Old habits, you know. Anyway, after asking around if anyone had seen Lightforged Draenei and cute but very dangerous looking little blonde, that is when one guy standing outside in with black eye and bloody lip tell me, Oh sure, you are looking for Tilly and her friend. They are in town hall, probably talking with Magistrate Solomon and Bailiff Conacher. That doesn't sound good. I know, right? So, I go into town hall, and there, sitting on bench along wall, are Demesis and Tilly. Demesis look a little embarrassed, and Tilly just look mad and look like maybe she had been in fight. Oh no, what, what happened? So, it turns out that Tilly grew up on little farm outside Lakeshire before she ran off to join Stormwind Guard, which is how she ended up in Kaltiris fighting at Fort Dalen. And she wanted to bring Demesis for to meet Tilly's family. Well, they all have nice dinner at the restaurant I am telling you about, which I understand Chef Brianna has very nice menu and wonderful Sunday brunch. Velmic, you, you know at any other time I'd be happy to hear an interview from you, but would you please get back to what happened? Okay, okay, hold your mushens. I'm getting there. 
Anyway, they all have nice dinner, and Tilly's family were very welcoming to Demesis, although Tilly's mother kept asking when Tilly was going to leave off traveling and come home. But, like I am saying, they have nice meal and chat for a while before Tilly's family go home for evening, and Tilly and Demesis go to inn for to have a few drinks. <laughs> oh, I think I see where this is going. You think so, huh? Well, maybe not so much, smart guy. So, Demesis and Tilly are having few drinks at bar and talking to bartender Wendell. When Tilly asks if the fight club is still going on in basement, Wendell tell her, sure, and there is fight going on that night. Tilly turn to Demesis and say, want to go watch? Demesis say yes, and they go downstairs, and there are a couple of guys named Big Earl and Dumpy having fight in the ring, and bunch of people's watching them, and Demesis think maybe doing little gambling. They watch for a little bit, and then some guy says to Tilly, Hey, Tilly, how about we see what your yellow-eyed friend can do in the ring? Well, Demesis and Tilly are a little uncomfortable about this, but just laugh and say no. They are only there for visit. But the guy keeps at it, saying things like, Maybe Dranai, not as tough as they look. Of course, Demesis thinks this is very funny, because, you know, she spent her whole life on Argus fighting demons. But Tilly is starting to get mad. Demesis has been soldier so long that she can sense when fight is brewing. So she tell me she told Tilly, maybe it is good time to go. As they are leaving, someone in group watching fight says something about, ugh, hate to say this, space goat. And this is when it turns bad. Demesis tell me, Tilly turn around and shout, who said that? And guy who first asked Tilly about Demesis getting in the ring say, what's the matter, Tilly? Can't your girlfriend fight her own battles? Well, next thing Demesis know, Tilly is charging at Guy, and full brawl breaks out. Fortunately, Tilly didn't pull her daggers, and no one in crowd was armed. So, Demesis just wade into fight, throw Tilly over her shoulder, and carry her out. But by that time, town guard had shown up, and take them to town hall. Well, you're right. I, I would have guessed wrong on that one. So... That's it. But after I hear story and pay fine to bailiff Conacher, Tilly gets mad and asks why guy who said mean things didn't get hauled to town hall also. Magistrate Solomon just laugh and say to Tilly, After all times you got brought here for fighting before you go off to join army, you should know that first punch always takes blame. Wow, you know, that, that Tilly sounds pretty feisty. Eh, I think maybe that is why Demesis like her so much. So, we go outside to go home, and Demesis whistle for Jake. And <laughs> I am telling Demesis that it was a good thing that Jake wasn't in basement when fight broke out. Eh, we all have pretty good laugh. And we come home. Velmic, that was quite a story. You know, I'm sort of glad you don't just do in-reviews anymore. Oh, really? You don't say? Finally. Okay, okay, no, no need to rub it in. So, where to next week, my friend? Who knows?
We, we don't have anything planned. Tilly is very adventurous, so maybe she come up with something. We'll look forward to hearing about it. Until next time, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatosh. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn. In the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Hey, and remember, tomorrow is Father's Day. So why not thank Dad for all that he's done for you by bringing him down here to the Lazy Turnip and buy him a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pendarens at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. And uh, thanks, Dad. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. See you next week. And remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.